Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's that time of the week again. We should have rehearsed that beat. <laughs> All the thoughts you're thinking, but not saying. Stace and I will go ham. We each bring a gem to the table, something we're thinking, but not saying. Coming up this app. Managing is hard because you've got to come in and be the leader and you've got to make sure you're measured and everything's in control and they need to know that you're okay. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Oh, it's a scorcher. Hello. Oh, it's hot. Although not where we're sitting exactly. No, we're in a radio studio uh, with fierce AC. <laughs> like when I say fierce, I mean... It's going to be an igloo in about a second. It actually blows on the back of my neck um, during the entire radio show, and I, I actually usually hate it. That's because of Kyle. Kyle Sanderlands. We share the studio with him, and he has very, very strict temperature setting needs. Because there was this one time where we oh, forgot do we to have turn. To go there. Yeah, we've got to people give people the snapshot because uh. it wasn't always like this remember we used to come in when it was our domain when we were on the show at seven we would kind of switch it off because we're like far out it's freezing let's turn that ac off um and we just went about our business for most of the year and then one time but you need to make sure we're represented because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is still a very contentious conversation so the idea was that we could turn it on to be our temperature but when our, our team left, which they leave after us, when they left, the temperature had to be set to what Kyle wants so it's ready for him in the morning. Okay, and you can, playing at home, put two and two together and um, probably guess that the person in our team well, forgot, slash we forgot, it's allowed to, to, put like the aircon, to, make to put the aircon back on before they left, maybe three or four times, and then a computer blew up and we got, it's like the one time we semi got in trouble. I find it very interesting you're laughing. What do you mean? I found that whole thing very traumatic. As I'm saying it, I'm laughing at how trivial it sounds, but in my body I feel panicked, yes. which is why I'm laughing because I'm like, A, I like this This feels ridiculous that I'm getting so like worked up at the fact that it's a freaking aircon, but at the same time I'm laughing because it's – it's very much well, the that's thing the is, case. It's not just about Kyle and his needs. There's expensive equipment in here. Something blew up apparently. Yes. Again, which we're she not. You're, yeah, but I laugh when I'm nervous. Yeah, I know. Which I have to make a point that is because you're nervous. Because although it just looks like we just don't give a no, shit. No, we do. I do care. And we've got to be careful about that because there's a bit of a vibe around maybe our office that we don't give a fuck. What? It's just because we go about our own things. Because we, we have our own email address. <laughs> we don't want to use the work on it. So dummy dumb. We just want to keep the one from before. And that, we just that, want... that ruffled a few feathers, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting when you're trying to, you're working with, a, you know, a really big organisation and you're also running your own business. Trying to merge the two is often tedious and mm. I'm definitely being the more diplomatic one because I feel like you, you're you making me nervous today <laughs> and I know this is no filter but it's like we still have to keep our jobs. I know that I love, but I love our job. I love where we work. I am more, I find it hilarious because it couldn't be further from the truth. We're always like 
hi, pick me, like oh, talk yeah, to me. Do, yeah. Like we put ourselves out there. Yeah, we So love to it. think that we're anything but just makes me laugh because, I mean, you can't take that seriously. It's true. It's true. Um, we do have a show to actually do for you rather oh, yeah, than sorry about crap that, on yeah. about our other show, which you can listen to on the Mix and Kiss Networks from 7 till 9. P.S. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we work very hard on that. Um, but this is our baby where we each bring a gem to the table, um, speak to amazing women, which you can download. Download all the episodes at thethinkergirls.com.au and hit the listen tab, which is where all of our podcasts live. Um, and this week is no different. Now, we've had a little bit of a dabble with Pop Sugar um, in the past and, and definitely are consumers of the website. Mm. Um, and now this particular company are also looking after who, what, where. And the big head honcho, the group publisher, is joining us on this week's podcast. Alison Rice, Welcome. Oh, Lordy, that's a really nice introduction. I was just thinking I um, I need to set some new goals. I want people to set the temperature for me when I walk in. <laughs> oh, my God. It's such a contentious issue I'm in the workplace, still, though. I'm still – and, look, it isn't just a Kyle thing. It was funny because my auntie was staying with me at the time and, and she could hear that there was something going on before we'd gotten into work. Shit had hit the fan, literally. And oh I got God. off the phone and she goes, look, it isn't just a, you know, a radio kind of thing. She was like – It's everywhere. We have such a big – fight she works in mediation and in um you know non-for-profit and she was like <laughs> there is such a big fight about a woman that sits on one side of the office and this guy that sits on the other side and the battle they have about what the temperature should be she was like it's actually made us have to do mediation on our own team well lucky so they are mediators so and I don't they know, can do all that in-house Alison I don't know if you want to do that at all because as you can see it just I doesn't know. bring out the best in people <laughs> I know. And there's just stuff, isn't there? There's just office stuff when you spend so long in the same, in like captivity every day with the same people, you start to focus on this weird thing. So I move desk and where I'm sitting now, I'm sitting under the air conditioner. And so when I work, I obviously work quite fast. I get a bit stressed. So, you know, you get stress sweat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah. It's a normal sweat. But then because the air conditioning is so cold, I'm freezing, but I'm sweating. Yeah. Oh, that's time. a horrific feeling. It's like when you go to the snow and you, you're falling over a lot when you're skiing or snowboarding and you're so cold, but then underneath you're just a sweat fest. Mm. It's confusing. I like it. Well, I, I get yeah. confused by it, but I, I like it because it means that you're in nature and you're still doing something in there. Does that make sense? Mm. Are you talking about where Alison's desk is or are you talking about skiing? The snow. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, skiing. Yeah, the snow, yeah. I mean, I d- can't talk personally from sitting on Alison's desk. That's know. why I was double cross-referencing. You'd be welcome to come and try. I think they'd be like turned heads if I was sitting under your desk, let's say. <laughs> yeah. um, so we each bring a gem, a topic, something that's on our mind we're thinking but not saying. We'll give a bit of a contents before we get stuck into everything. Philip the Duck, if you haven't listened to our show uh, before and you've found us through Alison, welcome. He is uh, the only only man that we've had on this show and he will rein us in to make sure that we don't kind of crap on all day because weekend hashtag yeah um so let's kick it off Alison do you want to just give us a quick snapshot of what you want to bring yeah so I guess in my world at the moment um and where I am I'm looking after some pretty decently sized women's websites and I manage teams of youngish women and so my bit is um Managing is hard, and I never say that out loud, but I think it a lot. And I think for me, I feel like I can't say it out loud a lot of the time because you've got to come in and be the leader and you've got to make sure you're measured mm-hmm. and everything's mm-hmm. in control and people follow you right so they need to know that you're okay. But, you know, that's the thing that sits with me at the end of the day is like, 
gosh, that is hard. Every yeah. day is yeah. like a mountain and then you come down the other side. It's so interesting to hear. So we can't wait to get into that. And in particular, I guess it's a bit of a, a different situation in particular if you're a woman managing an entire female team too. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and also the way you want to do things because I think mm. we've been modelled a lot to do to manage um, from a very masculine mm-hmm, perspective. Mm-hmm. So totally. I think it's an interesting time for us all as we get more and more of people like you. Yeah. Um, I want to bring to the table today on the show something that continues to happen that interrupts sex. Um, I need to wee constantly, right? And I need need some help. It's funny because I I didn't think I would ever have a story regarding this to support, <laughs> but I do. Wee and sex, welcome. Well, not quite sex, pleasure. Oh, hello. Did we decide which one you wanted from me? Oh, you had I've the got two. A dating you one, which I feel like I is like, a bit repetitive. I like the second one, the legacy. Like yeah, the, the legacy. Okay, so I've read somewhere that you should do a legacy. Of course, I have, and um, I did my own, and mm. I'm go- I'm happy to share it. I love that. It's Dude. very confronting because I often now think back to all the things I shared about my dating life on this show, and now feel like I knew nothing. So I wonder if my legacy will be a bit different in four years' time. And I'm going, yeah, that legacy, no, Stacey, no. But I can only speak for today. So um, I'll share that. Hey, Alison, do you want to kick us off? Yes. So um, so my piece on managing is hard. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Kick right um, into it, lady. Have you, have you guys managed people before you've always worked kind of on your own or as like a duo? Not, not in a role like yours, no. not in a role like yours, no. but I suppose, yeah, and I suppose in our own way and in my way, there's always been teams and bits and pieces that have worked for me slash us, um, even when I was just doing creative stuff early days before I was working with Chrissy, before I was working in radio, mm-hmm. just always kind of having vision and knowing that I obviously needed lots of help. Um, around me, so it would be more kind of freelancers or you know different people that you I work. I still think with that's to... management experience in terms of having to kind of bring a group of people, whether it's three people or three hundred people together. Yeah, like it's mm. still. I reckon sometimes the smaller the teams, the harder it is. Yeah, yeah. So I guess to some degree, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess the piece for me is because I do manage women, and then what comes along with, as you were saying before, wanting to be a leader who is inclusive and transparent and who can create a really joyful environment for people to come in. And, and obviously because we write content for women, I need them to be happy and engaged. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. if they're miserable, then that will literally come out on the website. Um, mm. And that's when they start doing personal essays and you're like, no, um, <laughs> don't air all the things. Um, so it's really important that every day I get like a temperature gauge and a big part of it for me is, you know, having to leave all of my stuff at the door, which is fine. I think that good leaders are good at doing that, but you kind of walk in the door and you go, all right, this isn't about me anymore. And so any stuff or shit that I've got going on in my life just gets shelved until literally I get home again and then there it is. That's interesting. You know, for me to yeah. pick up again. Do you so find that it's quite selfless yeah, in, when you put it like that? Totally. Um, selfless without wanting to sound like self-indulgent about it. I think, mm. like, I, I've always said if you... If you don't like managing, you will hate it because yeah, it's one yeah. of those things that you have to, I think, have some sort of natural leadership 
That's why I think, and I think I've led, but I I think there can be sometimes difference between lead and management because for me often if there is direction or there is leading, it's often for my vision. So Mm -hmm. it it isn't so selfless, like often it's direction or, and management I think, and what I'm learning as we work um, on bigger and bigger teams and also as we build leaders around us to run our teams, um, Mm. they're two very different roles is leading and managing. Yeah. Because you can lead without necessarily having to be the manager too because you because exactly. it's a cre- in a creative environment anyway. And I guess like managing is literally like you're just telling people what to do, right? And so I think there'd be lots of people listening that have a manager's manager where they just come in, they delegate or they say, here's what we're doing, maybe a little bit inflexible with the vision mm. and then they get out of there. But leading is certainly just that like you want people to follow you so you set a vision and you set benchmarks and expectations and ultimately you want people to work hard to, to meet you at that vision. And so keeping women um, and probably particularly in my circumstance, younger women who are going through their own stuff and they're growing and, and, and learning about themselves and figuring out who they are, keeping them engaged around a concept or a goal or whatever we want to do, that's the bit I find hard because I've also always thought like, the day I realized not everyone is going to like me at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Alison, how, really how do you go on the on the front when you say, in particular, younger women that are going through their own stuff? Because it, I mean, everybody mm. does. Um, but I mean, how yeah. do you, do you do you find in your role you have to kind of separate that because? I don't know, you obviously are, are, are a manager and more senior than people and, and that is your job mm. and that's your role. And you yourself, you just said, you check your own personal shit at the door and then yeah. it's kind of waiting there for you when you check out of work. Yeah. How, how do you go in terms of managing a really big group of women and that may be going through a lot of different stuff, whether things. it's yeah breakups or hormones or mm. figuring out who the fuck you are, all that kind of stuff? Mm. I mean... Well, that's the kind of always on because you have to. No, I was like, what? Yeah. what, do you, what is you well, just I'm just trying to say that. No, I'm just trying to say the the personal side of things. Like, do mm. you, as a manager, then also feel sometimes this responsibility um, to God, then totally. to then kind of comfort people and be personable, so but how, then also, or do you go in going, I'm just work, just business, mm, and I need to. Not, how do you separate so if like you do? Per, and how personal and do you go? Yeah, it's hard. That comes. That starts with who you are and what your character is, right? So I am a nurture-based leader is how I would identify with that in that in my life I hold close friendships with other women and I like being around strong women but also like being there for them. So I can't switch that off Mm -hmm. when I come to work because otherwise that I would feel like a foreigner. Yeah, and it's not you. It's not the way that you operate. you You have to find your style and then you've got to create a boundary within that. So I could go all day in a whip talking to them about their relationship, right? <laughs> and like trying to get to the bottom and solve all of their problems. But ultimately what I've learned, and I didn't, I'll tell you in the beginning, I did a pretty shitty job of it because I think I went too personal. I was just about to say, because then have you, have you struggled with where that, where that line is? But we found that too. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard. That's why I was like, interested. Yeah, because we found, you know, I think the hard thing for us is that our build and our show and everything is our friendship. So a lot mm. of the time I think everyone that works around us and if you listen to the show, you almost expect to have that from us. But what they don't understand is we are friends so and business partners but are friends – 
from our own friendship. It's not just that's what happens when you start working at the Thinker Girls. Like, it's not automatic. Not, that's yeah. not what yeah. you want to get to. But also, because our show is about friendship, of course, friendship and mm. a group bonding and dynamic is so important. But it's still also our work. Mm. So our work, right? it's tricky. Mm. It is really hard. I think, you know, naturally we're all going to be friends because we're all around the same age, we're all into the same things, we're right for the same site. So yeah, and you, you yeah. all have the same yeah. interests. You've got the right? same what it, yeah. Yeah. destination. What I've realised is, um, you know, it's my responsibility to pull myself out at a point. And so I've gotten much better at going, oh, for sure I'm coming to the drinks and I want to have the Friday night wine but then I'm going to leave you to it. I'll have my wine and I'll make sure I connect with. Was that hard when you first stepped into that role? Yeah, because it's lonely. You know what I mean? Because you're the one who's got to go, okay, well, I'm out. Do the Eddie Maguire quote. Do it, do it. I quoted this last week, but Eddie Maguire made a point that when the the higher you, you know, you climb the rank or the ladder of your own choosing, I don't know what kind of ambition you have, but the more successful you get, the lonelier it is because Mm. you are going across, okay, so, that may have I may have got that job over fifty people, and the next time mm. it's I may have got that job over you know even more, and and less and less people are aiming that high. Mm. So then not only you start to go up against less people because you're you're getting to a point where you're almost hitting the clouds. Does that make sense? So you keep mm. yeah, going up absolutely. and up and up. And he says that often you know he's quite ambitious, and that he, it is very lonely where he sits. And and it wasn't a poor me thing. I just found it really no. interesting as a person that um, is so ambitious mm. and. And has really built his own kind of way. Have you found that yourself, Alison? Where, where there is that kind oh, of loneliness, especially well, when it's you the strangest, yeah, yeah thing because you've done you, both. You walk into conversations and people stop talking. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you're like, no, just keep talking. I'm so normal. It's fine, you know? <laughs> I'm also, still I, me, and I think it's yeah. different yeah. because you know, whilst I have a bit of a different role, I certainly, um, I don't know, heads. I have a kind of a head up attitude with things because. Mm have vision of what everything was before I knew any of these people, you know, so Mm. it's, there is a real clarity there. And I, um, and I think my approach is often that I am not really that worried if I'm unliked, but that, that personally doesn't sit nowhere too. So from a work perspective, I feel strong in that, but then sometimes you are a human and a woman and you're like, shit. Totally. You feel it. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel that? <laughs> Have you felt like that? Yeah, yeah. I think in particular when you've got to go into really difficult conversations or if, you know, when it comes to making decisions that are going to benefit the business, but you also have a relationship with people on a personal level, mm. that's when it starts to actually hurt, you know, and you feel you've got to kind of draw on your moral compass a bit and, you know, why are we here? What are we doing? We're getting paid money to do a job. Here are the outcomes we need. Do we believe we've got the right people in the right roles to fulfill that? That's where it gets hard. Mm. But then you've got to know, you know, and I've got a really good leader above me that gives me a North Star to point towards. And anytime I get wobbly, we've got a great relationship so I can go to him and just be like, And that's a, a lovely analogy. Like the, <laughs> the North, North Star. Star. The North Stunning. Star. I just Beautiful. thought that. Yeah. And that for anybody listening maybe who, who is kind of climbing the ranks and feels a bit lonely, that would obviously, I'm putting words in your mouth, but I'm assuming here, that would be something yeah. that you totally recommend, right? To have a, um, a mentor like, to kind of help you through that that's been there. It's exactly. not, it's not always know, easy to find, though. Mm, I think that's no, the and tricky I think bit. they've got to be, if, I'm, if I could give advice on that, you know, a lot of people contact me for me to be their mentor or ask me how to get a mentor. I really do think it has to be pretty awesome. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Organic, yeah. Because you can have um, you can have formalized um, mentorships, but like this is the other thing is there's a difference between needing a coach and needing a mentor. Like mentor is like you've hit hit the top and you, you want to stretch to the next level, you're like high performer, you know. How did you how did you find like, yours, Alison? Well, you know, we just had um I guess my my boss is my mentor probably would hate me to admit that on a radio show, but um but we started in the business. I started in my role and he started in our business at the same time. So we kind of as the business was growing went on a bit of a growth journey together. Um, but we also have we're really aligned with our again our principles and what we believe in and and our leadership styles are very similar as well. Yeah, right. And so you just develop a level of trust and and I'm really comfortable saying like oh this is hard or oh I'm not okay or you know I always make sure I go in with you know we have a 20 minute whip um, once a week sometimes once a fortnight and for me that is the most important time of my week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I go in with a hardcore agenda and I just milk it so I get everything I need out of yeah. it yeah, and then so I'm good. like low touch on the email you've got to be planned to you do and I, I know, think the other thing they're not download sessions yeah, yeah and I think the other thing as well is that um, you need to find people that you aspire to be like like you want you know because there's no point having a mentor if they've got a completely different style totally. to how you see yourself best going reckon the girls are over sharers wait till you see them on snapchat <laughs> see what goes down behind the scenes follow the thinker girls on snapchat Philip went off so I'm going to jump in here because I think that um, wing and sex is definitely the the clincher of this show. <laughs> so we'll leave sure. that, we'll leave that to last. I don't actually know where I've read this. I, you know, I've read so much bloody stuff. Um, but I was just looking through my notes to find some things that I might want to talk about on this week's show. And under the note was my legacy. <laughs> and I've written it here. That's so funny. Do you have random things just written this in your notes? This is so obviously? personal actually now that I read it. So, wow, I wasn't prepared to come and share this today, but I will. I'm so glad. Um, uh, so, yeah, I guess I suppose um, there'd been so much of a focus on my career for the past five years of my life in particular. Um, and at that time, the timing was really interestingly that I separated from a long-term relationship and then it was all career. So, it's funny because it's very very kind of cliche the way that that's all panned yeah. out mm-hmm. um, and for a very long time because I have always seen myself as a bit of a relationship girl found it very difficult to probably truly admit to myself that I was very happy to just be doing that and mm. on this podcast I don't even think I admitted it to myself. Um, what do you mean so, that, sorry that you were happy just to be in the relationship? No to be not Ah. Not in one, but yeah, yeah, even yeah, yeah. though, because I don't just, think I knew ah, myself as okay, that. So okay. I was too scared. To I couldn't it. even know what that yep. would mean or mm-hmm, what I, I would mm-hmm. need to admit. And um, and so from all of those things, what I've been able to really realise with the way I want to live my life has been a really full rounded view, I suppose. And because 
I have often gone very extremes, mm. you know, kind mm. of was in a relationship, wasn't exactly the greatest. It was, there was some good times there, but that was very much that. And I felt like I lost myself a little bit. Then I got out of that and then I got my career, but to balance the two and then also, you know, in other ways, whether it's spirituality or exercise, all those things, mm. they've always been a bit uneven. So yeah, it's, extreme. it's a really yeah. big thing for me over the past couple of years to work on different parts of myself to try and find mm. the right balance. And when this legacy suggestion came up, I was like, that's a really nice way to wane, uh, to to weigh in and, and have everything kind of connected because when you think about a legacy, that can really – apply to all areas of your Not life. Not to mention it kind of then also cancels out all the titles. I was reading something this week that um, was about, I think, the power of now that I'm obsessed with. That what is mm. your, like, who who are you actually if you take away, because so often you go straight to the, the titles. I like this. Yeah, yeah, you give the titles where you're like, I'm a mum or I'm on radio or I work for Pop Sugar or I'm a, mm. a sister or I, whatever it is. It like, is. Who, without all of the stuff. Who are you yeah. and what do you stand behind? Like, I find that such a polarizing question. And I think that's what I've been that's what my journey has been, yes. to be honest. Yeah. And I, mm. I don't even think I really realised that until I said it right now, which is why I'm getting a bit emotional. I just didn't expect to be talking about all of this. But to be honest, I write so many notes and things that sometimes I forget I've even done it. <laughs> um so I think, yeah, I think that's been a big journey for me is to be able to sh- to try and shake off a lot of that stuff and try and find my truth, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So I wrote down my legacy, I wrote down my values, and then I wrote down words that I suppose evoke something okay. in me. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to shoot yeah, off? Yeah, I okay. can't wait to hear them. Okay, so my legacy, Stacey June, this is it. It says three little, three, just three little lines. Yeah. Believing in love, talking and starting conversation without fear, and identifying and being proud of my journey with spirituality. Wow. That's I it. Got the That's so balls. nice. I did too. I, I was about to have a teary then. I mean, I don't, I'm sure I'll add to it. I don't know if that's like, but that's, that's all I know for wow. sure. Do you know what I mean? So I yeah. really stripped it all back and all I know for sure is that no matter what happens with your relationship status mm. and, and also with different or friends or, or death yeah. or whatever, I will always believe in love. I, I think mm. you can always have hope that whether it's a guy, whether it's your mum, whether it, I don't know, it's always going to come in waves mm. and you've got to open your eyes to it. So, mm. And I've always, and I've found the healthy romanticisms in the little girl me rather than, you know, kind of, I was very afraid of my Disney-esque self because mm. I thought that it was actually quite dangerous. But what I have activated is there were some really magical openings um, at that real girly side of me as a young one because I have always been a big believer in love. And so I, I've taken that instead of looking at it as a negative. I reckon the reason I got a bit goosebumpy is because when you said it, I was like nodding my head because I'm like, yeah, mm. well, obviously. So it's so nice to hear and to hear that come out of your mouth that – I don't know, somebody that sees you every single day that knows you so intimately, you so live well. that every day. That's nice. Those three things you do. And within you know your conversation. Is, oh, sorry, yeah. Oh, sorry. to No, you. go on, Alison. Um, I have on something in. to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the other thing is <laughs> this personal work, you know how uncommon it is when you really like mm. dig deep and go there and even to like start talking about it and get emotional, it's, 
it's not common. That's why I think think I'm still single. (laughs) And that's why I think, no, 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 I don't mean because I do it. I mean, because I'm expecting and I deserve Mm. to have someone that matches that. And that is why it is going to be more difficult because Mm. I do do a lot of things. You expect more. Yeah. Yeah, 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 And I, and I deserve Mm. the same Mm. because I think that what you get from somebody that does this work and I do do it in my own spare time instead of watching binge, you know, and I do that too, but I will mm. make time for this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, my values are honesty, sensitivity, love, integrity, love for my authenticity, humor, loyalty, generosity from the core, and kindness. Mm. And words that evoke something in me a wild spirit, laughter, love, fierce, slow. Love it. You've got to get a tattoo. Oh, I'm just getting She's one She's getting one removed. <laughs> Alison, yeah. we're going through a whole process. We're giving you away on the show. So so maybe you guys can try it at home too. Like, you know, yeah. if you're listening and you think, oh, I have never really thought about that or what would that be for me? It's the, I think the list was that you make a legacy. So you kind of put down your own, I guess, what you see, what Apple stands for or a brand almost mm. as such. You see that these, we stand for this, yeah. you know. You put that down for yourself. You have an That's idea of what your values brand. are and then you, I just chose the words because I thought, I don't know, they might incorporate mm. with each other at some point and also because I think I want to get them printed out somewhere for my house. So I, just I reckon sometimes you, uh, you, you know more than you think you do. Don't you reckon? Like you're like, what the fuck? Look at all this like deep, amazing shit that I just found in my notes that I wrote down completely forgot about. I did a similar thing. I got given a present. It was this book called Where Will You Be in Five Years? When I was living in Aubrey. That would have been about four years ago now. Yeah, right. So I'm almost clocked for five years. You should bring – I bring want to bring in it in. But it had it. a really similar thing and I completely forgot about this because it's only really – I've, I started talking about working on myself and, and that kind of thing in the last few years. But I was – I don't, I was doing that kind of stuff. I think longer before I gave myself credit mm. for, but I for didn't have it, yeah. a, a specific title to give to it, mm. and I think that mm. in, it almost like embarrassed me a little bit. Mm. Um, well, so when it's so personal, it's not something that you can put words on because it's just going on in you. Yes, do you know what I mean? So there's sometimes not a title for it. It's yeah. just your own self work, and you may not have some book like. Deepak Chopra, you know, like it's yeah. not the same, but you are doing totally. your own little version of it. But it's, mm. yeah, having the, those little questions to prompt you, like even yeah. little things like, who am I? Yeah. What are my strengths, like weaknesses? Yeah. Going in, what know? do I like? What, what do is I bring your, to life? Yeah. And what do you want your legacy to be? Yeah. I mean, if mm. the fact that you said that I lived that is so lovely, because if I died tomorrow and everyone's like, oh my God, that girl didn't stop believing in love. She had conversations without fear and she was connected to something that we couldn't see. That's mm. you do it on the daily. It'll be mm. on your headstone, but I don't think you're going to be buried, are you? Uh, nah, I wouldn't have thought so. Nah, I think some <laughs> some people need my shit, and I got I got good healthy stuff to give. So yeah. Oh well, whatever whatever is left over, if you choose to burn it, throw it down to the ocean. I'll we know where the words are. <laughs> the notes in your iPhone. I think I've got enough of my voice out here, mate. Like yeah. there's plenty of you to find a bit of season tune on the uh, the World Wide Web. Yeah, everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> You're already in the Thinker Girls posse. That's right. Now let's make it Facebook official. Just search the Thinker Girls on Facey, Insta and Snapchat. All right, let's cap this bitch off. Let's talk about <laughs> the fact that every time I need, every time I have sex lately, I reckon the last couple of weeks, I need to wee. And not just so like... I wrongly thought this was the beginning of the UTI, but I'm not a doctor, so what Well, do it's know? funny because before we started um, recording, yeah, Alison, can you repeat what you said? 
Well, I just, I was like, oh, Fast, that's the start I of a, say. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's the start of a UTI. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that feeling when you all of a sudden need to go to the toilet all the time. Well, but I've then not the case. Perhaps. Well, I've only ever had a UTI once, and it was horrific. And I just remember Me crying. Too, and I'll never, never had one. Never crying had one. on the toilet. Never had one. Nope. I just remember this feeling of crying on the oh toilet every God. time you need to wee because you know the pain is coming. But I totally. Th- oh. It's a, it's awful. But through that UTI, I never experienced it during sex. I so mm. I don't know that exact feeling, but I know the feeling yeah. of about to wee and getting that pain. But oh, this, horrific. I don't think this is that because this has gone on for longer. And I think if mm. I had a UTI, I'd probably know about it by now because there's no oh, other pain. So, hang on. <laughs> so you are like, give us the details. So you're on the bottom or something. You're about to cl- like, how's it this working? Well. I'm usually always on the bottom. <laughs> that's, that's why I went it. Yeah, that's why I said it. Oh, no, no, not all the time. No, actually, not all the yeah, time. But the now. odds are. It's been spiced. No, no. Oh, well, you're the one that's telling okay, the story. Okay, it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then it's not It's not always at the same time. It's not like as I'm about to climax or as we start. It's just randomly and intermittently throughout the experience of having sex and all kinds of um, positions too. It's not just one time that and I then, feel it more than another. And then you run to the toilet? Or do you just no, feel there's like almost, you no. and then it goes away? I ignore it, to be honest, because there's part of me that's like, fuck this again. I don't want to <laughs> break I don't want to break away from this moment because a lot of the time to just be starting to get really good, we're in a rhythm, and oh, that's yeah. when I feel it. So I'm like, it's fine, it's fine. And I've kind of push it down. You know when you're in an important work meeting, like you have an <laughs> ability, if you need to really wee, it's like there's an ability to go on with your life. So you do, your legs do you remember? Yeah, exactly. Do you remember? Um, sexologist who have had on this show and was a regular on our radio show last year. She spoke about that the female ejaculation feels the same as it feels like you're just about to go to the toilet and a lot of people will then hold in yeah. thinking they need to go to the toilet instead of letting go and if you let go that's, that that is when you can ejaculate. Hashtag so you, squirting. You well, may be there. And P.S. I got this feeling I reckon two weeks ago with a vibrator. What, that you needed to pee really bad? Yeah, and I know, I know in my insides it was because I'd properly let myself <gasps> release. But can I just say, though, mm. I did remember that, that Nikki Goldstein did say that to us, but every time. You have t- to give it a go. I know, but every time. T- the best. But every time. But that's kind of wired, isn't it? It's like when you need to go to the toilet, but you shouldn't be going and it's not appropriate, you hold it in. Yeah, and. and, and yeah. It's like your brain also going, no, no, no. Yeah, because she's. And, but it's a release, remember? So the yeah. same thing that you're doing in sex is trying to release. Do you know why mm. I didn't think of it, though? It's because every time I, I, it's not like I'm about to get there. And I think I've associated mm. the whole, I'm about to come feeling with uh, that must be the time when I'm if I'm no. ever going to ejaculate that would be the time because it might be when we first start that I need to go and I did think of the Nikki G thing where I was like maybe this is the nah couldn't possibly but that's because we've been um we've been told that the way you ejaculate no sorry the way that you climax is by the movies like <laughs> the main event yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like yeah. some big thing yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not always like that sometimes you're just releasing from pure intimacy that you could be orgasming through sex and it might not be this massive peak moment. Well, here's the clincher fact, ladies, because oftentimes, Mm. and there's probably, I don't know, like a handful, maybe 20 times that I've needed to run to the loo, a lot of the time I get to the toilet, no wee comes out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. ghost wee. Because it's not Um, wee. The question, Mm. you are obviously in a comfortable enough relationship that, 
what would happen next time if you and like worst case scenario you wait, release and wait, you actually wait, wait yourself. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait. Allison, yes, right? my yes. Um, That's your homework. Been with my man for uh, for eight years now, so that would not be something that I would even really be embarrassed about. Second, a lot worse. Has happened, I, and to and be you honest. just tell him there's a good chance I'm going to piss the bed. A lot more. You know what? Knowing him, he would probably very he'd be very excited about that. Well. Let's not put words in his mouth. No, I'm just a, I'm not saying call. that he'd be excited that I'd piece the bed, but he would be excited at the fact that I'm trying to actually go Well, I'm it. very glad get, that you clarified that because, you know, you just gotta be careful. <laughs> That's what it said. That's what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah, sure. <laughs> well, I look forward to the update on um on it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are you still there? <laughs> it's very interesting. It's one of those things I wonder if I could try too because, I mean, yeah. no one's laying next to me. So if I piss a bit, it's only me that will find out. Well, exactly. I think and that then could me, be, And then no, me when you tell and me. And then you yeah, can tell us. But I happens. think that that is more depressing, I've got to say. <laughs> and I'm all for yes, yes, you know, like self-pleasure, blah, blah, blah. And I am, you know what, that's You're... what I've got to do on the show. I think the word masturbation should be changed, particularly for women to self-pleasure. Yeah, that's better because masturbation <laughs> sounds like a dirty word that well, a 14-year-old boy is doing. I didn't even use sex toys until like, what, a year ago mm. or something because I just don't think I would allow myself because of the picture of a single girl using something. Like I just really painted this. Just, I hated on myself a bit about it. And then since I chilled the fuck out and started saying to myself, you deserve pleasure, you deserve yeah. pleasure, and you deserve to be able to give it to yourself and receive it. doesn't mm. have to be all one way. Um, I, it changed a bit, that word, do you pleasure. Know what's, do you know what's not sad? You know what? how you said earlier that's sad. When you do meet a man, mm. maybe a keeper or maybe just something casual that you can squirt on cue. Like if you're doing the homework, so that's what I should be doing. No, I'm serious. Training. Yeah, if you, but you're like match fit and you're ready to go. That's not sad, girl. I'm gonna be so bloody ready to go. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> like we all know that. Like it's just wow. Pop that in the legacy, mate. Yeah, I'm gonna have to meet. I'm gonna have to meet this person on holidays because there's not gonna be a whole lot of time to do anything else. Seriously. <laughs> Oh, Man. that is Okay, hilarious. and Phil's gone off, so it's time for us to go. Um, Alison, it's been delightful. You've added so much different colour. Thank you so that much. It was a pleasure. Oh, you're welcome back I anytime. Had a lot of fun. Uh, at Alison underscore Rice is where you can find you on Snapchat or Lurk You. I, was, I looked at you on Instagram I'm as we were talking to you. at the moment. Oh, but I'm more you? interesting on Snapchat than anywhere else. Alison right Larson Rice on Instagram too. But, of course, popsugar.com.au um, yes. is where you can see where all of the chickadees, yes, yeah. that, uh, that are living their lives, working their butts off, um, what, they're, they what they're doing. So yeah, what they're doing. It's just been delightful. We love what you guys do. Hopefully we'll, well get to play you. together um, more more, more yeah, regularly I soon. Yeah, I we'll see you guys on the site pretty soon. Yeah, that's, yeah that's that sounds good to us. In the work. Yeah, I reckon <laughs> we've got to get that moving, moving, stooving. <laughs> All right. Oh, let's thanks, Alison. Hey, lady friends. Thank you so much. Thanks, Bye, chicks. girl. Bye. Until next week, guys. Bye. 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 Were you part of this convo and want more? Yeah. Join our Thinker Girls posse on Facebook, Instagram, or thethinkergirls.com.au. Next 
week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. Hey, it's Shezzy Denya from the Shezzy Diaries. I can't wait to catch up with you on the podcast next week. My vagina is falling down my leg. There's like a big, hard lump that starts at the top of my thigh and goes up to the oh. lip of my vagina. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. 